This episode is brought to you by Fireside. Fireside is a podcast hosting and analytics platform created by podcasters for podcasters. Fireside was started by Dan Benjamin, the founder of this network, 5x5, taking everything he's learned since 2009 from making podcasts for a living and turning it into a platform for podcasters everywhere at any level of expertise. Fireside has it all. Unlimited uploads, unlimited downloads, in-depth and powerful download metrics, a super-fast CDN for the best possible download speeds, multiple podcast support, free, one-click podcast importing from platforms like Libsyn, FeedPress, Simplecast, and SoundCloud, plus custom domain mapping, complimentary SSL certificates, a beautiful, responsive website with your own artwork and hosting guest pages, also tons of advanced features like sponsorship integration, chapter markers, a bookmarklet for links, auto-posting of future episodes time code linking and so so much more guys you can try fireside for free for seven days during which time you can import your existing podcast while taking advantage of every feature fireside has to offer the unlimited plan starts at just 19 dollars per month there's no commitment or long-term agreements to worry about just visit fireside.fm today take the tour find out all you can make it work also Enter at the movies in the How Did You Hear About Us section to show your support for this show and shows like us. Fireside, by podcasters, for podcasters. Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Well, that was a waste of a half hour. <laughs> My microphone stopped working, and uh, we kind of figured it out, but now it's working. Yep. It's just All right. not called its normal thing. That's but, fine. But it's working. Thanks, Apple. Yep. Anyway, uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to 5 by 5 at the Movies, episode 34. Uh, exciting news. Woohoo! We have one new rating yeah. on iTunes. We're now 152. Our star rating is four and a half, so I I believe that means the person did us a five star review. Hell yeah! Uh, but I don't know because there was no rating, but <laughs> or there was no review. But uh, thanks for the thanks for the rating and hey, uh, thanks, guys. yeah, or one person or that one person, yeah. Uh, but you know, go ahead and type something out. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. I don't give a shit. Just let us know you're listening. Tell a friend. You know. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about some uh, movie news? Yeah, let's do it. Man, this was a light-ass week for movie news. (laughs) Google password required. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, so let's start with um, that kind of came out. uh, Chris Hemsworth did an interview. Mm. And, like, there's, like, 27 headlines with Chris Hemsworth because he did this (laughs) long-ass interview where he touched on, like, every franchise he's ever been in. Oh, wow. What's going on with how he was supposed to be Gambit in X-Men. Oh. How, uh, he was supposed to uh, do like all sorts of things, but the thing, only thing I really cared about was he talked about why he didn't want to do Star Trek Four. Oh, word! Yeah, the, the what's, uh, what's the goss? He says he didn't like the script, Ooh. Uh, which is interesting because last we heard it was he didn't like the amount of money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like had <laughs> there been the right the writers of money, under the bus instead right. of just saying the actual so, reason. Well, like <laughs> I, I believe that you know as an actor you have a, a balancing scale, and it's you know mm. does this story need to be told, and it is a good story on one side, mm. and the other side is a fuck ton of money. You know, <laughs> yeah. there's not is, a fuck ton of money, and not is the a good money reason. good enough for how shitty this script is? <laughs> right, like he must have been paid no. a lot for Men in Black International because <laughs> oh, uh, right. that's gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, and I quote: "I didn't feel like we landed on a reason to revisit that yet. I didn't want to hmm. be underwhelmed by what I was going to bring to the table." 
Mm. So it's good. It's self-deprecating. He takes the he takes it on himself. Says so you know yeah. I I didn't want to do the fans an injustice when really you know not enough money. Yeah. But uh, he also went on to talk about how like he fought to keep Thor fat. Nice. How like uh oh uh, they wanted to like as soon as he got the hammer back he was gonna thin him up again. Right. That or like even going forward in the franchises is he gonna be coming mm. out? He's very into fat Thor he's like it's opened up a whole like and he talks about the whole trauma of the character and how it's like I have yeah, a you multitude him, of like get mentally healthy at the same time as he's getting yeah, like, thinner it's not just a magic fix but he's, yeah, he's yeah. talking about like there's a multitude of possibilities I can take this character now I like that yeah so he's willing to just sit through the makeup and like more. even in the comics like Odin's pretty big and Volstag is gigantic. I, all I can think about like, how, how much he looks like Ray Stevenson now. Yeah. Yeah, playing Volstag. <laughs> uh, Kingsman 3. Word. Starts filming this year. Uh, this yeah, will, we saw uh, that was on the uh, the release schedule from Disney put out. Really? Yeah. So uh, it'll this will end the journey of Harry and Eggsy. Oh, okay. Uh, it's going to be complete. They said uh, there's... Oh, I thought it was going to be a prequel. We're getting to that. Okay. So right now, number three <laughs> starts filming this year. It's going to be the end of the journey. Uh, they say the end of the journey emotionally with Harry and Eggsy, which is like you made such a fucking mockery of the whole thing with the second one. Like yeah. there's there's no emotion left in that. I loved Kingsman <laughs> one with a fiery fucking yeah. passion, and I yeah, would defend we, it. We didn't the day go I into Kingsman two hoping for an emotional journey. <laughs> I, I really, <laughs> I, see some I re- get killed. I kind of. <laughs> I kind of disagree. I kind of li- okay. I like the journey of one. I thought it was fu- pithy and funny and still had a lot of heart. The second one, uh, guys survive getting shot in the head. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's th- there was a ridiculousness to the second one. Uh, I didn't care for as much. I mm. thought Channing Tatum. It takes a lot for me to not like Channing Tatum in something, yeah. but he pulled it off. God bless. <laughs> so I don't have a lot of hope for Kingsman three, but I will mm. see it opening night in the theaters because I like that franchise. Yeah. Moving forward. There will be a prequel after number three. Uh, okay. It has officially cast its lead as Liam Neeson. <laughs> okay. It will be called The Great Game, and it'll take place in the early 20th century and be kind of like the founding of the Kingsman. Okay. Yeah, weird details to come out. Yeah. I always, I always got the impression that it was a much older thing. But like, well, they explained it in the first one, but yeah, it is supposed yeah. to be much, much older. Like it's supposed to be like original tailor shops in England. Yeah, I don't know. All right. That's what it's gonna be. I like Liam Neeson. I yeah, think he's getting a little old to be doing these kind of yeah. movies. You know, yeah. we're 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 a hop, skip, and a jump away from Qui Gon Jinn at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, Rambo Five: Last Blood. <laughs> I heard about this. Uh, it's coming out in September of this year. It was really under the radar. Uh, yeah. Sly Stallone was at the Cannes Film Festival, not to play this, just to hang out. Yeah. And uh, gave an interview, and it, he gave a ridiculous amount of plot. Like, yeah. a ridiculous... And I'm not going to recap all of it, because it's, like, it's pretty much the whole fucking movie. It's, like, the elevator pitch of the movie. Yeah, and that's really bizarre to me. Like... Yeah. He had to have been drunk, or like at this point, mm. really doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, but he's like, I, I, I like this. I can't even do his fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. He, he says he likes this Rambo more than all the other Rambos. Like, great. 
Okay. Yeah, sure. I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. He said it's really different. He's like, the thing that sets this story apart from all the other ones is like every other Rambo is about him trying to get home, but being pulled back into violence or some bullshit. Okay. And this is about him like, all right, he's home and he doesn't know what the fuck to do. So it's like he's home. He's like at peace. Uh, he like has having a really hard time with his PTSD. He's trying to live without violence, but isn't doing a very good job of it. So it's basically the Punisher. We're get hold on. <laughs> it's it's worse than that. Oh god. And then he has a housekeeper because uh-huh. I guess he's super busy. He needs a housekeeper. He's got a yeah. seventy year old housekeeper with a granddaughter, and something bad happens that requires a massive amount of revenge. And oh, him god. going to Mexico. To get revenge on a group of people. And all oh, I can no. think about this is, like, this is Sly Stallone's version of Gran Torino. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just an excuse to go kill a bunch of Mexican people. Yeah. So it's like, you know, oh, as opposed God. to Korean. Uh, so, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so he's, he's, like, old and gristled. He just wants to be left alone. But he's got this housekeeper. And then something bad happens to the housekeeper. And him and the housekeeper's granddaughter go down to Mexico and just fuck shit up. Oh, I have to God. imagine why, that they're going to go with the bloodiest one. Yeah. Like, they can't take it down. I, I don't know. I have not seen a Rambo since First Blood. Yeah, I could not tell you which was the last one I've seen. Because they all blend together in my brain. Now, I do love Gran Torito. But, <laughs> but it's really racist. <laughs> it's super racist. Yeah. And like, that, that makes me really fucking torn on it. But So that that's a thing, and it's happening. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I've kinda... got that to look forward to. Yeah. There are a shit ton of Spider-Man rumors. Oh, uh, word. I like to hold off on the, you know, the, the Marvel stuff till the end. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one, everyone's saying Deadpool's going to be in Spider-Man 3. I, I've been seeing that floating Which around. Which sounds like the dumbest thing in the world to do. Because, like, here you have two, like, tentpole blockbusters. You yeah. don't need to shove them together. Also, Spider-Man's so family-friendly. Yeah, and it's such a it's a weird situation even behind the scenes because it's like, all right, it's a, a a Sony Spider-Man property who's working with Marvel, who's owned by Disney, who also owns Fox, who owns Deadpool. There's not enough pie <laughs> to cut this up. Could you imagine? Like, just the executive meetings about, like, noting everything to death. It's like, well, my, you know, my company needs to have X, Y, and Z happen for this to be okay. Okay, well, my company needs this. Like, just, oh. I I, I like their, you know, their uh, their in comics uh, relationships. Yeah. Um, Because I love that Deadpool is not so secretly... Like, uh, just a fangirl of Spider-Man. Right. Like, whenever... Spider-Man when it, can't fucking stand him. Yeah, it's like whenever Deadpool's drawn in the comics, like, with his pants off, he's wearing boxers that have Spidey faces all over them. Got it. <laughs> so, uh, inside sources say, like, it's the dumbest rumor. It's never gonna happen. You're never gonna see Deadpool in a Spider-Man movie. And I agree with that. Keep it yeah. separate. I like Deadpool how it is. Uh, however, apparently Sony, on the uh, inside info is desperately trying to get Venom into Spider-Man 3. Mm. Their Tom Hardy Venom. They they want their extended Spider-Universe to be, to be part Marvel of universe. the Marvel MCU proper. Yeah. So Venom 2 is 100% happening. Woody Harrelson is 100% carnage. Mm. That thing made a massive amount of money, specifically overseas. Yeah. 
uh, people fucking loved it overseas. Yeah, it was, it was a hit. They're they're gonna keep making them. Oh yeah, they'll beat that dead horse to fucking death if they have to. But I, yeah. I like Venom, so I'm excited to see another one. Uh, I think it's weird because they made him an anti-hero. I can't necessarily see Peter Parker beating the shit out of Tom Hardy, Venom. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird because the sort of the hero version of Venom, at least in the recent comics, was right. uh, Flash Thompson right. with the suit on. And he's like, uh, you know, ex-soldier. Um, who I don't remember how or when, but like I guess he got like his legs blown off or something in the Bummer. military. Um, but the, uh, the the symbiote suit gave him legs again. Oh, um, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, so he's sort of like, yeah, the, the you know, um, super-powered, you know, you'd feel better about how useful you can be to be a hero kind of character. Right. Um, and that was, like, the good Venom. Um, but, yeah, they... That's I don't know what the hell they're doing with these movies. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that. Uh, still excited for still excited for the next Spider-Man movie. When does that come out? Uh, July. I think it's like July Fourth uh, weekendish. I wait so long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, something I was not aware of. Apparently, three years ago, DC ordered a booster gold movie script. Oh, snap. I'd heard that they've been sort of had that in the works in the background for a long time. And they're done. But the so the, the director slash writer is like, I'm so proud of this. I think it's amazing. I think it's a new turn in superhero movies. I don't think they're ever going to make it. Isn't that what they say about every DC movie? Maybe. I guess. But I mean, like, <laughs> Booster Gold is such a good shitty hero yeah do you know the story of booster gold i sort of i know it's a one of the versions they were working on was a booster gold blue beetle um like buddy cop kind of movie so for those of you that don't know booster gold is a dc character like the batman superman universe where in the 25th century of gotham you know he's got like a deadbeat dad he grows up poor but he's a really good athlete he's a super like football guy Mm. he gets a a scholarship to gotham city university (laughs) thank gotham university (laughs) every city's got a university um and then uh uh basically gets caught for cheating on Mm. football games like throwing games to like Uh, make money um, and gets kicked out of college after being like a star, like college athlete. Oh, okay. Down his luck ends up just being a security guard at the uh, um, Gotham City like Museum of Natural Sciences. Okay. And becomes obsessed with these superhero exhibits, especially mm. the exhibits about 20th century superheroes like Batman and Superman. So he starts little by little stealing bits of technology and it starts with like this ai robot named skeets and then he gets a a, a legion of superheroes flight ring and a mm. brainiac force field bell and like a time orb and starts okay. adding and so he has this the super suit that's all like piecemealed together and then he goes back in time to the 20th century uh <laughs> Uh, like Jimmy Carter's president uh, <laughs> fucks up the name he came up with himself, uh, refers him as Booster Gold to the country after saving him from an, a quote-unquote assassination attempt mm. that he knew was going to happen. Uh, yeah, because so, he's from the future. So he spends his entire career knowing things about the future and just stopping things from happening then <laughs> while building a career and trying to become famous. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he's like, every other fucking superhero hates him because he's always just trying to become like a brand. And Yeah. I think that like putting a modern spin on that would be like perfect. Like make him a reality TV show superhero. Yeah. yeah it's like if you could be in the right place at the right time, but 
consistently over and over again because you knew what was happening when. Yeah, like, oh, look at these two airplanes flying towards New York. Guess I'll save New York. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sold. I want to see a really shitty bad person mm. be a superhero in modern times. Yeah. From the future. And just refers to everyone as an idiot because it's in the past. Because if you went 500 years in the past, you'd refer to everyone as a fucking idiot. Like, ah, oh, you're a fucking... <laughs> yeah. You think the Earth's flat? You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it for news. But I want to start doing stuff. Uh, so at the, the last podcast of every month, I'm going to talk about the next month's movies release dates. Ooh, I like it. And my amount of excitedness. Yeah. For them. We're going to do a like a like a scale system. Yeah, but we have to come up with it organically. Mm. So I don't know what it's going to be yet. Oh, uh, what was the the scale system for, for Owen? For Owen, I can't remember. Was it circumcised dicks? Was it like was it cut off like fingers? Di- dismembered penises or something? It was something with penises. I swear to God, yeah. I gotta go back and listen. But this will be a whole separate <laughs> thing. Okay, uh, starting Friday, and this is not all movies. These are just the ones that are even on my radar to begin with, and I might not even be excited. These are just the ones I'm like, I'm gonna go see in the theater. All right, whether I'm excited or not, because I have to. All right, uh, starting Friday, June seventh, with Darth Dark phoenix okay um, yeah. i feel like every piece of news i hear and i don't i don't, I don't even want to talk about it on the podcast is like <laughs> some of the movie going like well we tried our best <laughs> like, uh, like one headline's like no it totally it totally works with uh days of future past no 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 like trust us uh there was one where it's like sophie turner didn't even know this was the direction they were gonna go with the movies like they just sprung it on her oh, because she became a star through game of thrones yeah, yeah, yeah like without her no one's going to see this fucking movie oh no so i'm gonna say a good two out of ten at my excitement level oh, man. i'd love to be surprised i'm more than not excited but I'm less than a little. Yeah, it's like I, I, <laughs> I, I, I would want to be at an eight out of a ten for a in space Dark Phoenix movie, yep. but seeing what's come out and how many reshoots they've had to do and all of this dumb shit behind the scenes and how terrible everything looks, it's like yeah, I think it's a two out of ten for me too. Yeah, more than not, less than a little. Yeah, all right, Friday, I'm still June fourteenth. See it, but yeah, yeah. next uh, one week later. We've got Men in Black International. Yeah, another uh, one I would love to be very excited for. I'm calling this one a not... 1 out of 10. Ugh. Men in Black, uh, groundbreaking, amazing. Men in Black 2, mm-hmm. uh, serviceable sequel. It's very forgettable. Men in Black 3 is a kick to your nuts. I don't need an extended universe Men in Black movie. It's If they had done this as uh, 23 Jump Street... Oh my god! Trailer that they did at the end of Twenty Two Jump Street. If this was a crossover yeah. with the set with the um, what the fuck's the actor's name? Um, Channing Tatum and yeah. um, Super Bad Kid. Uh, Jonah Hill. Thank you, Jonah Hill. If this had been a crossover with that, I'd be in line to get my tickets now. Yeah, I'd be camping overnight. Yeah, they fucked up by mm-hmm. making this. Uh, now I am excited to see Thor and Valkyrie together again. Oh shit, that's right. That's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the two main characters. They're like the buddy cops in this. Former king and current queen of Asgard. Yeah, but they're gonna be completely different characters. That I don't give a shit about. Yeah. All right. Uh, next week, two. <laughs> this is a twofer. Okay. Friday, June twenty first. Uh, kind of a theme. Toy Story four mm-hmm. and Child's Play. <laughs> so you could do a double feature about kids' toys uh, that are magic and have come to life. <laughs> One of them you can bring your kids to. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to cry in both. 
All I'm saying uh, is, Toy Story Four <laughs> has to top the scene where they're in the trash compactor. Yeah. How do you top that? How do you top uh, Schindler's toy box? Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Child's Play, I'm I saw sure the trailer. I'm, I'm mm. sure Toy Story 4 will still make me cry. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you top that. Uh, I watched the trailer for Child's Play. They buried all the leads. They're just... They're, they're, it's basically, please come watch this. Uh, <laughs> it looks so fucking bad, but I'm going to watch Aww. it. Because I've been talking about it. And then the the last Friday in June, the thing I'm most excited for, Yesterday comes out. It's not a sequel. Ooh, it's yeah. not a reboot. <laughs> it's not an extended universe. Yesterday, God damn it! Yesterday, don't let me down. Yeah. Don't let me down. <laughs> uh, because all my all my hopes for watching one original movie this year uh, that isn't a piece of shit are with you. It's, it's an original movie about taking an old thing and making it new again. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, just be good. All my thoughts and prayers are with you in this time of need. Okay. Uh, that's well, it. There's uh, some things to watch. It's going to be a fun month. I can't get over Child's Play and Toy Story 4 coming out in the same yeah, day. Yeah, that's real weird. I guess so, they were just like, look, uh, we're, we're not really going to be yeah. taking each other's business here. Somebody somebody <laughs> chuckled themselves uh, right out of the bank. <laughs> that's what it is. What All right. Last? I think I saw Bride of Chucky was the last one I saw in the theater. Dude, they're watching those puppets go at it is some funny <laughs> shit. Yeah. It was that was like the pre to Anomalisa. <laughs> Did you see Anomalisa? No. You know what I'm talking about? It's, it's a it's a drama, but it's marionettes. Oh, I was thinking of uh, Team America World Police. It's too, that, but so. a drama. <laughs> yeah, and there's sex. There's something about Hollywood when they get a set of marionettes. They're like, oh, let's smash them together. <laughs> let's smash them together. Let's chip some paint. Well, it's like every kid with action figures is like, oh, they're oh, fighting. Yeah. Oh, now they're kissing. Now, <laughs> now they're fucking. That was me when I was a kid. If I had my G.I. Joe's, now, oh, Cobra Commander is scissoring. Yeah. It's fine because they don't have genitals. That's right. Scissor him with his pants on. Everyone's favorite kind of scissor. On that note. Uh, thank you, uh, Dan Richardson. Uh, thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined, like that one person did in the last week. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Find us on Facebook at 5x5movies. Thank you, Dan, Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5x5 network. Our theme is produced by, uh, Buckethead. Aww. Our theme is produced by, uh, Elton John. By uh, I don't know. I'm gonna come up with a new. Pr- right, it's produced by Dan Richardson. Uh, we'll see you next week with another five by five. The movies roll credits. Oh, you missed it. Hold on, do it again. Roll, roll credits. credits. There it goes. Bye.